0: Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. We are at episode 6, I'm fairly certain. Yep. I am your host, Mojo, and my other host... Kristen! Today, uh, we're going to be talking about things that we like. Oh! Unironic enthusiasms. Yes. You could even say that this podcast is named, I like this thing. One could say so much. My podcast topic this week will be about food, and generally my experiences with it. Mine, on the
1: other hand, will be the entire history of the world, I guess. Which is not me saying that I'm going to tackle the entire history of the world. I guess I'm saying I'm going to talk about one specific YouTube video, which is titled "The Entire History of the World." I guess by an
0: absolute legend of YouTube, Bill Wurtz. The
1: man, the myth, the legend.
0: Kristen, I have a, I have a question for you. Um,
1: okay, I'm ready.
0: I'm I'm fairly certain that you have told me you don't have a joke, so I, yeah, I have to I have to. Balance.
1: I have used up all five of my jokes. <laughs>
0: It's a good because I have about I have about five questions, so you can start Excellent. preparing for your next round. My question today is a bit of a bit of a long one. Okay. Uh, so so hear me out. If I were to make a lasagna, yeah. Oh no,
1: yeah.
0: And then if I were to make another lasagna, okay.
1: Ooh yes, I like this. If question. I put
0: that lasagna on top of the aforementioned lasagna, will I have one or two lasagnas?
1: <laughs> so. I think that this is a... That was a manic giggle of, I like this game. Do you want me to actually seriously answer this?
0: No, absolutely, yeah. I I, I think we should have this segment at the beginning where we talk about these things.
1: Great. So these are the big questions. Um, I think that this is a question of units and the language... Hold on, one
0: question question before Um, you do tackle this. Have you heard this question before? Yeah. Yeah, great. I've
1: I've been on the internet. I know this discourse. (laughs) I think this is a question of units and the language that we use to talk about them. So if you think about books, and like, if you have all three Lord of the Rings books, people understand the books to be separate things, separate units of story. But as a
0: whole, they make up one story. Yeah,
1: but not just that, because um, Tolkien wrote them as like parts. They are part one, part two, part three, part four, part five, part six. And so like the first two parts are usually one volume, second two parts, etc., But sometimes you can get the Lord of the Rings that's all in one volume and people usually clarify when they're like, you know, oh, I have the Lord of the Rings. It's all in one book, but they're all there in that, like, there's a difference here that we're not doing very well at clarifying. There's a difference between the book as a physical unit and the sort of composite parts that make up the book. So I think what you've got is one big lasagna in a... In a sense of like the physical, the physicality of the, the of the thing in front of you is you've just grown your lasagna, like they've they've merged, but there still retains a sense of like internal distinction that there was an original lasagna and another distinct lasagna. But is that
0: is that distinction internal only to the lasagna itself or to the creator of the lasagna?
1: So this is what I'm saying. I think the distinction exists on the on the level that you understand the origins of something but it no longer exists physically as a distinction right, Let's okay so
0: let's say there was an objective outsider to this conversation and they came and saw the finished product of two lasagnas on top of each other they'd say it's a single lasagna right yeah
1: and so would you that's what i'm saying you'd point it and be like this is my gigantic lasagna lol it's so big because it used to be two lasagnas like it's part of the history of the item
0: so it's it's more about how you it's about how you define it right
1: that's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. So like like in if you handed someone all of the volumes of Lord of the Rings in one book, you wouldn't be like, here's several books that I'm handing you, but you would be like, oh yeah, all the books are in this book.
0: I'm holding you, I'm handing you like the Chronicles of Narnia or something. Yeah,
1: like that. so there's two ways that the word book is operating there. One of them is talking about the physical units of which there is one. and The other one is talking about the kind of linguistically designated composite parts and I think that's what happens with your lasagna as well. In one sense lasagna means there is one lasagna it's big it's got lots of layers and another sense lasagna is referring to the kind of the things that have been made and understood as individual parts. Does that make sense? It does so that's my answer.
0: (laughs) I was about to say what is your is there is there a side you're taking, or is that the very like?
1: I think it's walking down I think a straight it's, line. It's one of those instances where it's unhelpful to try to reduce it to sides. It's not a binary question. It's not a yes or no. So it's not, Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's a matter a, it's a, it's of a overlapping thing, intentions
1: right? and and language and and I am a big fan of not reducing complexity for the sake of punchiness
0: but the whole point of the question is that it reduces that complexity because it's yeah, a stupid which question which is
1: why questions like that get so far because the debate could be like no it means this no it means this when actually the answer oh it could mean both of those things at once isn't as fun it's not as tabloidy and you can't get angry about it if you're trying to understand things complexly <laughs> you know but i think it's important to be able to do so
0: i'm glad i'm glad that this has sparked a whole a whole different conversation oh, about how you frame honey, the question
1: I could talk about anything. I could philosophize oh, and that's about that's <laughs> why we
0: started a whole podcast.
1: <laughs> that was good. I like that. Thank
0: you. I- I've got a few more listed in my... Um...
1: Well, save them for the next episodes. Um, tell us at home if you prefer my atrocious jokes or Mojo's unwittingly philosophical inquiries. Or
0: if you think it's one or two lasagnas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, fine. Fine. Re- reposition the binary, get people to write in and create false discourse for the sake of drama. Ugh, heavy-handed bants. So, I think there is a strong case to be made here. That Bill Wurtz's video, the entire history of the world, I guess, is the best video on
0: YouTube. Which is a strong claim given, like, the statistics about about the amount of videos that are put out on youtube per day
1: it's not even close to being in my top 100 of favorite videos but also i am nothing if not aware that my particular taste probably doesn't reflect an objective sense of what is good
0: (laughs) i mean i mean i feel like i feel like this podcast has definitely helped character profile you to some extent
1: but if you looked through my favourites, it would be like the most jarring mix of like BTS award acceptance speech videos and hyper surreal memes.
0: <laughs> I just searched this up. The amount of hours that are uploaded on YouTube per hour, 30,000 hours roughly. Yeah,
1: I know it's a big claim to say that this is the best YouTube video, but I'm not, I don't think it really is, is very helpful to try to single that down to like one video i'm just saying there's a case to be made which i don't think it's the same thing for those of you who don't know this video so bill wirtz is a youtuber a content creator who has one of the most distinct styles of video editing but also like humor on the internet it's like iconic and very recognizable in whatever form it appears in and he does this kind of editing thing where everything is multi-layered and colorful and a little bit psychedelic and trippy but his sense of humor is really rapid it's witty it's fast it's very quick humor and he writes music so he's like he's a musician and a lot of the stuff on his channel are songs and they're wonderful really jazzy and interesting but also his lyrics are like weirdly postmodern and like just about surreal enough that it deeply entertains me but like they're kind of weird and poignant and specific, whilst also completely abstract.
0: It's almost like his lyrics, are like like Dadaist to some extent.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good a good word for it, really. And so he has he has a channel on YouTube where you can watch, you know, all of all of these like kind of music videos of songs that he's written, and they get they get memed to infinity because they have so much kind of humor potential. And he has a couple videos he's done that are like, scientific-slash-historical-slash-educational, almost. Like, he did the history, entire history of Japan, which is insanely detailed and incredibly well-executed and very rapid history of Japan, essentially. Entire history of the world is even more ambitious because it literally starts before the Big Bang, like, before the creation of the universe, and ends, like, in the present day. And if that sounds like an absurdly impossible thing to fit into just over 18 minutes you would be right but it's even more incredible because not only does he in 18 minutes get from the big bang to like now but he does it in a way which is consistently hilarious engaging visually entertaining and never boring it is not a boring video not even slightly like he rip roars through the kind of you know, formation of the universe and and gases colliding and stars exploding and and the planet and like the kind of first several billion years on the planet where it was totally uninhabitable and then like you know you get the first microbes and microorganisms living in the ocean and and then they start evolving and then you get plant life and, like you know all of this happens in the first like five minutes and then you start to get to kind of Neanderthal and like really early humanoid life forms and then you get the first civilizations and it becomes this this. Torrent of information of like different civilizations rising collapsing the things they created the stuff we have that we still remember from them i can't i can't describe to you what watching a bill Wertz video is like if you haven't experienced it it's it's
0: imp- it's impossible to say right
1: yeah totally and there's no point like just go watch it but I've been re-watching Entire History of the World, I guess, recently because I just... It's one of those videos that you just come back to again and again and again. I get something new out of it every time I watch it. Like, it's mostly him narrating what's going on on screen which is kind of you know showing like little figures that move around the map and like little dots and then explosions signifying a war or something but like he he mixes it in with all of these like jingles that he writes and i just find i've just found myself singing so many of them like literally just like a couple words here and there like the, a couple minutes in when he's talking about kind of the explosion of the first earliest life forms deep in the ocean which is called the cambrian explosion like the explosion of life and as bill Wirtz is talking about it just very quickly just slips in this little it's the cambrian explosion and i have been singing that
0: so much i have been on call with Kristen almost every day for the last week and i have heard that line <laughs> so many times <laughs> so many times just
1: apropos of nothing we'll be like we because we've been working together on on kind of work calls which has been really great for my productivity uh but poor matthew has had to put up with you know couple minutes of silence and then the tamil kings who are the tamil kings merchants probably and they've got spices which is another bill Wirtz jingle from entire history of the world i get and it's just they're just so tasty it's such a tasty way of delivering information and i love it so much and i think if i had to like if there was ever a genuinely a kind of discussion about what are the most important and best YouTube videos, I would have to fight the corner for this one. You know, it only came out in 2017. I genuinely that
0: is, that is crazy. cannot
1: fathom that it's only been out for like four years. It feels like it's always been there. It's. I was gonna
0: say. So it, it has. It has a. Fa- it has a side of. Obviously, it has a side of this, but it has a side of internet notoriety.
1: Yeah. Totally
0: on r slash videos on reddit it's either the second or the third most upvoted which means the most liked video on there ever
1: Mm, i didn't know that but i'm not surprised it's the kind of neutral topic of like history and it's really well done history so like people see themselves in it wherever they're from because he talks about all parts of the world like you know Pangaea and like the formation of the continents and all of the civilizations on them ever and like all the world wars it gets more and more in depth as you kind of get closer to the present I
0: think especially what's important to mention is that like because a lot of a lot of people's understandings of history are quite westocentric but this really does strive to be an objective standpoint of history I
1: feel like the amount that he talks about China alone is just so funny and I think it has that that particular sweet spot for kind of YouTube educational video where like it's genuinely funny. It's really entertainingly done. And it's like, you know, he swears in it. It's not like aimed at kids. It's not trying to be panderingly or patronizingly sort of let's learn about the whole history of the world. It feels like a guy on some kind of psychedelic acid trip was asked to explain something very quickly to somebody else just talked at top speed, but also kept breaking out into song. Like there's a bit where they're talking about after the life of Jesus, all the Christians in, in the Roman empire asking, is loving Jesus legal yet? And then it's like, no, no. And Constantine says, well, actually, yes. And then like, you know, that's the whole legalization of Christianity, like in like 10 seconds. And it's, oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Like it's a, it's
0: so, it's, so it's good. a
1: breakneck speed that he goes through, but it, and, you know, like, obviously he's aware he can't fit everything in. Like, the fact that he made another video that's almost the same length that is just the history of Japan. Like, this is a man who has clearly thought about what he includes and what he doesn't. But it's...
0: Yeah, there's there's no better way to say this than just to go watch the video.
1: You deserve to have seen Bill Wirtz's entire history of the world, I guess. And if you have already seen it, go watch it again, because it's the best. <laughs> brother mine what do you like
0: well sister mine i this week particularly am enjoying food
1: tell us what about food exactly have you been enjoying
0: well i've always been passionate about not starving
1: (laughs) which i actually would argue is adamantly untrue because you were such a Oh, you were such a picky eater when you were a kid. Oh, I oh, you genuinely like this, think you? <laughs> you probably would rather have starved than eat a single slice of cucumber when you were like six years old.
0: You would not be wrong. <laughs> so yeah, dear listeners... Love you to bits. I have some history with, with food and generally the regard of me not consuming it. I used to be really, 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 really against vegetables.
1: Mm, like morally. Yeah. Existentially against vegetables.
0: Yeah, I would see them, not even on my plate, but like on the table. And then I would just not... I would not be able to cope with the, the food. Like even even to the extent of like in a serious point, like in our in our like curries or like foods which mix vegetables or like mix any kind of food, I would be upset with mixed food in general.
1: I'm having trauma flashbacks to trying to get you to eat spaghetti.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could tell you. I could tell you are. There's a photo of me at like sixteen, seventeen at your house. Oh my
1: days. It was the first year that I was like living out of home in, in a house with some friends and I was in the same city. That uh, my my family live in that we grew up in, so you know Matthew would come over sometimes. Like, D-
0: don't know why, don't know why he didn't say oh, our family. Like, we're not uh, well, related. You know,
1: no, but we're talking to people, and you know, so he could come over for like a dinner or like hang out for an evening kind of thing, and then get picked up by our parents. And I cooked for him one of these times, and I made spaghetti bolognese, and it. I don't even think it was loaded with vegetables. It was just the fact that I put the spaghetti into the bay into the bolognese. And presented them to him in a single bowl so that he couldn't extricate them from each other. Like you can't, you can't unlasagna your lasagnas, you know.
0: And then they, they, then you stood over me and went, "Huh, huh? You're gonna eat it? Yeah, huh?" huh? <laughs> no, that's
1: not what happened. I was like, "You're gonna eat this. This is what I've made for you, but I'm not gonna eat until you eat. For every bite you take, I will take a bite."
0: And I starved Matthew, you. It was a war of it attrition. Was like
1: an hour, and Mojo literally cried, and I have a photo of him, like eyes brimming with it's tears, like, sat with it's his arms like folded. 16. Such a tragic portrait. Uh, oh like my a 16, goodness!
0: Seventeen-year-old like boy. Just. Who's world just is coming apart at the seams
1: because he doesn't like, me no like, my beige food <laughs> touched by vegetable food. And it's,
0: it's it's not even like I have some kind of, like, issue with, like, food as a general whole, like, mm. you know, it or stuff. I just don't... I just didn't like it.
1: Yeah, literally.
0: Just didn't enjoy it. So, like, back even before then, because you were so so helpful for me finally getting over all those kind of fears mm,
1: literally forcing him blackmailing him to eat spaghetti yeah for instance. quite quite literally just
0: like yeah blackmailing me into eating mm-hmm. like not even things which were difficult they're just foods which were mixed yeah but there used to be stories of me like so i used to have to take two cucumbers in my lunches like two slices of cucumber not a whole cucumber two little slices of cucumber as my like vegetable for lunch
1: if any of you were about to be like well that's a high ask of anybody two whole cucumbers yeah, exactly. no no these were these were little. <laughs> Just chop off the ends, slices. slices. Of
0: and I, I became so creative on how to not consume those, which were not limited to, but were me taking them to my friend's house, um, me throwing them out the window, putting them in the toilet, slipping them down to like my, the classic like slipping them into your lap and like leaving them for throwing them in the bin later. We used to take lunch packs to school with uh, cucumbers in them. And I just give them to my friends. Up until the point where one of them so one of the cucumbers had a hair on it, the food itself was growing hair.
1: Oh, grim.
0: And T went, no no, I shan't be eating this anymore. <laughs> uh, wow. On a on a on a little related note here, do you remember at school they used to do that toast sandwich?
1: <gasps> I have told so many people about this, the austerity toasty that was toast toasty. It was toast with toast in the middle. I literally talk about this so much. It was two slices it's of toast insane. with
0: butter on it and then a, just a piece of non-butter the filling toast of the, the
1: toasty was toast. And it was called the Austerity Toasty and it was 12p. And it was like
0: 25p, 12p, 12p. Oh, man, Absolute what bargain. was going Absolute on in the bargain. Northeast? <laughs> <laughs> Absolute bar- I don't know what you're talking you about. You loved, loved
1: those toasties. I remember you Of course you I did. Like, it was oh, <laughs> single
0: a- three browns. That's
1: basically all you ate. I'm interested by the way, I'm assuming that you're not talking about this thing as a thing you like because you still feel this way about all interesting foods has so what's changed
0: no yeah so i mean I mean obviously you know behind behind the scenes in the regard of of, of my life you've you've seen me eat food properly now yes
1: i've seen you grow up yes mature as our listeners can tell i had zero patience for mojo's picky eating habits <laughs> oh fully
0: i think i needed that though oh, I, I, I was never gonna get Good out of Lord. it otherwise because I, I i think i by the end of my time of, of that level of not eating I, I think i'd worn down mother dearest yeah sorry Mum. just i know you're listening i'm sorry about that yeah i think especially like you and friends around me were just like come on come on matthew just yeah just eat, pull it eat together mate but, yeah, I remember that conversation I had with you once. I don't remember where it was, but I remember being like, "I think I like curry," mm. and that wasn't even me trying to be like a like funny, like "haha, look at me, I'm finally eating foods. It was more just a genuine moment where I thought, "Oh, no, I really do actually like yeah, this food."
1: Yeah, like, oh, I'm enjoying this this eating sensation. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it was like it wasn't even like a curry in the sense that I used to do it, which would be rice on one side, curry on the other side of the plate and then I would eat, like, the chicken out of the curry because I didn't want to eat anything else.
1: Literally causes me so much pain.
0: (laughs) I don't think a specific thing changed. Mm. I think I just grew out of it. I learned that foods were really nice. I'm a huge fan of, like, most foods now.
1: What are some of your favourite foods? We
0: were talking about this the other day, I think, but I really like sushi right now.
1: Yes! Oh, I love a sushi.
0: My uni shop does an outrageously expensive sushi. Their sushi is, like like seven quid for like a small box and everything else is like a normal two quid for everything else. But like, I still buy it because, you know, it's tasty.
1: I order food, like as in order takeout for myself, maybe like once every 18 months is something like we didn't grow up doing. So it just never occurs to me. And it's been (laughs) really interesting living with housemates for whom it's much more normal because I'm like, oh wow, extravagance. When actually it's like, no, we just, we like this food. And so as a massive treat, to myself recently, I ordered sushi like to my house, and I
0: did you did you feel that like guilt? That...
1: No, I felt <laughs> unbridled joy. I cannot tell really you true. what a good time I had. Literally sat in my yeah. room eating sushi, drinking one of those delicious like lychee coconut gel drinks, and it just oh sushi man heaven. So good,
0: a sublime moment. Sushi's really good. I I'm I'm I, as, I, as I said before, I'm a really big fan of curry as well. Mm. I love a good. I love a good pasta.
1: I don't want to rain on your parade at all. But these are all quite like if if someone was like, I am a big fan of sandwiches. Like you'd be like, what sandwiches? You know,
0: I am a huge fan of rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you always have been.
0: <laughs> True. Um, it was one of the few foods I ate.
1: Genuinely, bowls and bowls of plain bowls of white just rice.
0: Plain white rice, just boiled, just yeah, just boiled rice.
1: Literally, if that you're was, if you're thinking, ah oh, ha that's cute. Still the dream. I like, no, By the time he's on his fifth consecutive bowl, you're like, this is a viscerally savage experience. Please, Lord, save me. On
0: all fours with a bowl on the floor, just scooping it out with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs>
1: No, so specify for us what like when you say curry
0: yeah that's pretty fair i'm I'm more referring to the the indian sense of curry so like a typical like chicken korma
1: yes love me a korma i
0: love a good korma i love a good tandoori Mm. i love a good tikka i've actually been experimenting recently with the spicier curries Ooh,
1: that's very edgy
0: so our parents got me these curry kits where they have like these different sauces and herbs and spices in oh, them for Christmas. because cool. they know they know I like cooking. Mm. Um, and they also know I like curry, so it's kind of a mix. And one of them was like quite spicy. It was like almost a madras kind of like level of, of spice. And I've really, I've actually really enjoyed it.
1: I can't handle flipping medium at Nando's. Absolutely ruins me for like three days. Sit,
0: sitting there just at the water dispenser going, oh, more. And the, but like I've actually really enjoyed that. Um, that's so cool. And I've and they, they they have these these little pots of the, the like the the actual curry sauce and stuff. Yeah. And it's actually been like it's not just like a one time thing. I can do this multiple times now. It's really oh, cool. Oh,
1: that's so cool.
0: Um, so yeah, I was kind of get into that that side of food as well for me uh, as more like that's a good way to segue into that. I think it's just like cooking right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, as a as a creative outlet. I really outlet. really
0: really enjoy cooking. That's so cool. Yeah, I know that my first and foremost thing is music and that's that's probably never really hey, going
1: nobody to has to have a first and foremost thing you can be as many things as you want
0: i'm not limiting myself to a box though i'm just saying okay, like that good. is in my mind like that would be the first thing i think of sure you know, i would be like that's yeah, music yeah sure um but i find a lot of creative outlets i really like driving actually um mm. i find that helps helps calm me um i really like gaming i think the other one is cooking i really 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 enjoy cooking I really like cooking for others. I noticed this recently. I had one of my long-term friends over who also goes to this uni now and I remember cooking for him and we sat down and chatted about like our future and our and our lives like and what we're going to do like, mm. like like after uni. And I remember being like I've cooked for you and like like we live in these our own houses now. It's like oh this is a real moment of like adulthood where I was like oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's really cool. I think cooking can be a really powerful social thing.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is. And I, we didn't, we weren't able to do this this year, but there were plans this year to sort of do a, like a, like a big Christmas, like almost like Thanksgiving kind of oh, that's meal. That's
1: lovely. Yeah. That means so much to students as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I, and I absolutely adore cooking. Like I love cooking. I love every single aspect of it as well. I love like the, the preparations. I love the actual making of it. I also like giving it to people. My girlfriend also enjoys the fact that I can cook. That probably helps. <laughs>
1: Lads, if you want to catch yourself a a woman or a man, learn to cook.
0: Yeah, no, I think there's not much else really to say about that. I think it's more that I just, I both love the food that comes out of it and I love cooking it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really, it's genuinely really nice to see you, like, thriving in something that I think used to just be such a source of grief for you. And now, you know, under... My personal care, you have flourished into someone who actually takes a lot of joy in food. And I take most of the credit yeah, for and getting you out of your horrendous sh- you absolutely shell shell. <laughs>
0: I'm 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 extremely grateful for you in that regard. Yes. And many other regards too. <laughs> we win um, these. <laughs> I think, yeah, to end it off, I remember used I used to fear dinner times mm. not out of any context of like anything else but just the food. Mm. Like it was just I remember that we'd come down and be like, "Oh no, is it this, is it another meal that I don't like?" And they were always meals that I don't <laughs> like because I didn't eat anything. Literally,
1: only ate port salut cheese and white True. rice.
0: Banger! That's such good cheese.
1: And flipping plain bread. No wonder you liked the austerity toasties.
0: If our dinner times were everyone else got this meal, which it used to be, Mum used to make me like a specific side meal sometimes. Oh, poor which mother. I still feel <laughs> thankful for. Um, if 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 my dinner times had been like, oh, everyone else gets something else, and I get like a plain. Bowl of rice and like a bag of quavers. I'd be like, this is sick. <laughs> be I, like, love, oh, um, I love this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm I I really really like how I've ended up with food. I really like cooking. I really like going out to eat. I love going to restaurants. I know it's more like a rarity and like treating myself, but I really really enjoy restaurants.
1: Nice. Uh, yeah,
0: I think I I really like this thing.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. Love that for you.
0: Also, I'm. Um, I've never made a lasagna, but if I had made two,
1: I... <laughs> No this is great. This is and a great I end.
0: One on top of the other, I would think that it's one lasagna, you fools. I think it's just single lasagna.
1: Yes, but you could not deny the fact that at one point it had been two distinct lasagnas. It doesn't
0: matter there is now only one singular no, lasagna okay, in front okay. of me. The end product, no, Kristen. Okay. The end product is a single lasagna. Okay. That's a, there's a single end product of okay. one yeah. lasagna. No, that's, that's the fine. whole question. That's fine. That's the whole question.
1: I would like to ask a follow-up <laughs> question to end us on this marvelous episode do you think it makes a difference to the final big lasagna if you make the original two lasagnas with no knowledge or intention of their final form or if you make two lasagnas thinking haha i'm going to put these on top of each other top of each other to make one big lasagna have you in fact just made one lasagna in two parts
0: so you're asking the intent behind it now
1: no i'm asking you because if what you're saying is that as soon as you add more lasagnas in it just become they get absorbed into like the the ultimate the pure form of the lasagna to have been two distinct lasagnas in the first place do they have to have been made with no intention to include them in the giant lasagna like do they have to have been specifically designated Separate lasagnas, or otherwise, if you're like, I'm gonna make two lasagnas and put them on top of each other, have you just in fact made one lasagna?
0: I think that if you made specifically, if you made a lasagna and then you made another one with the intent to put them together to make one big lasagna, you have made one big lasagna, right?
1: Yeah, but have you at any point actually made two different lasagnas, or have you made one lasagna and then made some more of the same lasagna?
0: Oh, that's a great question, but I don't think. I don't think even if you frame it like that, it's going to have changed the fact that you're still making the one lasagna. I mean, I think if you were to frame it like that, yes, you've made the same lasagna, right? You're not making two lasagnas.
1: Say those two lasagnas were made for completely different purposes, like you were going to, I don't know, a funeral, and you've been asked oh no. to bring oh no. to bring lasagna for the like the lunch afterwards, and you turn up, and it's one of your friends has also turned up, and you both made a lasagna, and it turns out that. Jesus came back and the person is now alive again, so the funeral's been cancelled. And you are stuck <laughs> with all these lasagnas and you're just
0: What what are we what are we having having Lazarus' funeral? <laughs> no, What's going on?
1: No! And so the funeral's been cancelled because the person came back to life, and you and the other yeah, so you and the other lasagna bringer have locked eyes and formed a bond. And uh, in the need, the urgency of the desire you feel for each other, you think... It sounds like there's some tension
0: between me and I and me and this other lasagna let's maker. Let's enact
1: <laughs> our forbidden romance and uh, and put our lasagnas on top of each other because we don't need them for the lunch anymore.
0: We can live vicariously through our lasagnas. Have there.
1: you therefore changed the fact that they are two separate lasagnas into one lasagna See, or I have think, they I always have you always been half of a whole wandering
0: around with a hole in your heart part of a duo <laughs> okay, hold on. you're getting you're getting way too close to the, to the question um i think providing it with that kind of narrative framing does change the question because because and hear me out I think if you make two different lasagnas and they're of the same ingredients, so like let's say I make a typical lasagna. They've oh, both this is the exact a whole other make. thing. But if this person who I've locked eyes with and have some level of tension between and then I laid my lasagna yeah, on top of theirs has made a completely sparking, different type of lasagna.
1: Romantic chemistry. Let's say, th-
0: let's say that they have made a vegetable lasagna. I've made I've made a meat lasagna. Yeah, What's they made a white there?
1: sauce courgette and spinach lasagna with a bit of mushroom and you made a flipping beefy beefcake of beef.
0: I think that's two different lasagnas. I think yeah, that's Yeah, but different they're two lasagnas. different
1: lasagnas even if you used exactly the same like say you both used the BBC Good Foods recipe for lasagna, of which I'm assuming there is one. And if it was and you know, I'm, you I'm both sure bought is. everything from Tesco's and it's literally the same ingredients, the same format, the same pan, everything.
0: And 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 the end results turned out the same.
1: Yeah. There's still two distinct lasagnas. If one of your cars had broken down on the way to the funeral that was about to get cancelled and you never turned up, you wouldn't sort of look at your lasagna in, in, in the passenger seat and be like, it's a shame. I suspected from the beginning that you were only half of a whole. <laughs> the, fra-
0: the framing of the question doesn't go, well, what if your car broke down on the way to no, get to the no, other lasagna? The point, it's not questioning. <laughs> The point
1: of that being, if you never met the other lasagna, your lasagna doesn't just because the other lasagna exists, the, your lasagna is not changed by the existence of the other lasagna because it doesn't know the other lasagna exists.
0: No, but I don't think that the question is asking that. I think if you made, like you, if you if made you two lasagnas, personally made two
1: lasagnas, and there was at any point, I think, I think you're right. The I think, the question
0: uh, to put those different.
1: two lasagnas on top of each other, you have in fact only made one lasagna.
0: One lasagna. If, I think that's a quick framing of it. Yes. I, I think if you, so let's say if you make your a lasagna, intention yeah.
1: was to make two lasagnas to ship one of them off to your elderly next door neighbour who can't leave her house because of COVID, and the other one you were going to have a nice night in and eat the whole thing by yourself whilst binge watching Parks and Rec, like those are two different lasagnas. You're yeah, you're right. <laughs> if it turns out that your elderly neighbour has in fact died, and then you decide to use. That second lasagna. There's the funeral story. There's the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you then decide to put that lasagna on top of your first lasagna, you have made two, lasagnas, two lasagnas into one lasagna. The intention that, But that's matters. still
0: one lasagna. The intention doesn't the in- matter. It, no, it doesn't. It no, does not. No, the end result you're not is hearing one me. lasagna. You're not they're... hearing
1: me. The end result is one lasagna, but I'm saying that it started off as two lasagna. the question the question
0: is not the question is not what is the intent behind both of these separate lasagnas the question is the as as a whole no but i'm trying to frame to you
1: the fact that the intention matters that like if you whether you end up with one lasagna in front of you or not like that is almost irrelevant because um have you created one lasagna if you only ever made one lasagna to begin with
0: I just think you have an issue with this question. I just think you have I an do. issue. I, think I do. I do have issue. an issue
1: with this question, but that's the point. You have to interrogate the question and the premises that it sets up for you.
0: You will never win this argument on in the internet because they will never understand
1: Yeah, you. and that's fine. I don't have any time for people who don't want to actually listen and debate the principles. Well,
0: great. You heard it there, folks. <laughs> this podcast is over. It's over. We not. We're not. We don't have time for each other anymore. No, okay
1: but do you do you hear me though genuinely that this is a this is a matter of of the no, language really do, we use of the really units do. that i'm I'm now really worked up about this? I don't know if you can tell I think
0: the longest thing that we've talked about this episode wasn't even either of our <laughs> topics it was about design yeah.
1: but it made for great radio and on that jolly note i think we should bid our listeners i think we should
0: i think we should stop it yeah Yeah, right we're bordering on an hour and that's preposterous yeah we are okay we will we will catch you next week guys yes um i will have another ridiculous question which will probably frame the entire thing again but that'll be
1: excited please expect my answer to be just as stubborn
0: and mine just to be as just binary as as as
1: binaries can get in the bin am i right lads
0: Right. we'll see you next week guys all right
1: lots of love everybody bye bye and that is the end of the podcast if you liked it let us know and maybe tell a friend until next week have a good one bye